help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com. Warning, parental advisory is recommended. Oh, f- just listen. This is a Saysahan Dynamite Productions. Huh! 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 <laughs> Alan, beautiful beings, I am your host of Lyrical Spit, the beast from the Middle East, the Yemeni maniac, the modern-day sheik, and a proud Yemen American that's a professional wrestler and not a sports entertainer who loves to entertain you, Zayfullah, the butcher, Dobashi. I am also ordained, and I can marry you and give you all your blessing needs. Please follow, share, rate, and subscribe on most of your major platforms. Emails, lyricalspit at gmail.com and debashibookings at gmail.com. You can follow me on Parlor and Twitter at LyricalDebashi. Our Lyrical Spit 24-hour hotline, 360-200-8779. Leave a message and you may just hear it on the show. This is a special episode. It's a swap cast. Pinto Gara asked me to be a guest on his podcast, Pinto Gara and the Vaccine for Liberals. I got his permission to air it on my platform. So without further ado, I have Mr. Gara. Did I roll the R's all right, brother? Mr. Dovacho, you did great. You did great. <laughs> uh, I, I can't. I can't ask any more. I probably uh, in the beginning of the show I butcher your uh, your first name, so you're more than entitled to not to get the R's right on this one. But well, it's you, not a big deal. We're doing we're doing something good together. Yes, we are. Yes, you we are. And you know what? I had a great time yesterday. You got me wet behind my ears. You're my first political show I did. But you know, before you give all your plugs and shout outs. Um, I want to spin the first time random guess, first time question wheel for your first time random question to break the ice, even though we don't really need to break the ice, but are you down? Roll away. All right, here we go. Just like Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) All right. Your first random question is. Uh, or your only random question, well, you know what I mean. Who would yep. win? Who would win in a fight? An epic showdown: Bigfoot, Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, or Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Wow, that's a that's a that's a tough one. I think uh, I think. Oh man, that's a that's a real hot and. <laughs> I think Leatherface and Jason, Leatherface and Jason would go after each other instead of concentrating on taking out Bigfoot. And Bigfoot super strength would definitely be able to do something terrible to uh to Leatherface because he's the only human of the of the three, and he'll be the first one to be disposed. I'm okay. sorry for all the humans listening to this, but we happen to be the most vulnerable species in the planet. You're right. And then it would be uh, all about uh, the strength of uh, of Bigfoot. He will be able to take a machete, a good cut, but he will turn around and, and damage Jason badly because Bigfoot does have the power to remove his head out of his body and decapitate him. So, yeah, I would go with Bigfoot. Plus, I think he has the ability to teleport. If something goes real bad, he can go and hide somewhere else. Okay, you know I'm a bigfoot bigfoot mark myself, so you know I like your answer. Thank you. <laughs> all right, well, you know what? Please give all your shout outs and plugs or anything you want to say to our great listeners out there, and we'll definitely going to have you on Lyrical Spit to do a full episode. Well, but go ahead and take it, it away, brother. A, it would be an honor. I'm very fortunate that uh, to 
to make friends with people from, from all over. I'm usually the type of person that judges human beings once I get to know them, not on anything other than getting to know them. And uh, Mr. Dobashi has always been a, 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 a man of honor and somebody that, that I admire. He's Thank got you. great character and what, what we're doing. Oh, you're welcome. It's the truth. I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke. Um, I don't do that, which is the reason why Pinto Garo and the Vaccine for Liberals, we do not sell cannabis oil. We do not sell you frozen steaks. And I do not sell out of parts because I usually do not need anybody censoring me, even though I keep it clean, but I keep it uh, with a lot of truth and a lot of sarcasm. So anybody that wants to check Pinto Garo and the Vaccine for Liberals is a platform on a, on a, they can find us on, we run the show through Anchor, the platform, uh, but we can be fine and uh, uh, all the uh, the big uh, outlets out there, Spotify, uh, radio. I don't. I forgot the name. Radio something. Uh, the 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 Apple. I'm probably in 17 different places once a week. All right, brother. All right. Well, thank you again, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, let's start the show. Enjoy. Hey, folks, this is Pinto Gaura from the Vaccine for Liberals podcast. I would like to talk to you today about Anchor. Anchor is the fastest, safest, and most efficient way to start a podcast. I would absolutely ask you to give Anchor a try. You will not be disappointed Anchor pretty much does absolutely everything for you. The only thing that you would have to do is give your podcast a theme, a title, and up to the race as you go. Anchor, give it a try. Folks, welcome to the Pinto Garra and the Vaccine for Liberals, episode 24. It's going to be an episode like no other. This is going to be a very different episode today for I have a guest coming on the show. So without further ado... And from Charlotte, North Carolina, whatever is left of the East Coast, our special guest, Dayapula Dobashi, and he can correct me if I misspell or mispronounce his name. Sir, how are you today? Oh, you're great. Doing great, doing great. You, you did pretty good. They full of Dabashi, you know, like they full of caca. They oh, full of, that's easy to remember. Dayapula. Yeah, thank you. How you doing, brother? I can't complain. So, sunny but cold up in here in North Carolina. And where where are you at? Um, 30 miles uh, south of Seattle and Tacoma, Washington. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Antifa. Deep <laughs> blue state. Antifa territory. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on that. But first of all, I want to say thank you. Uh, for having me on your show. Matter of fact, this is my first political show I've do, uh, I'm doing, and thanks for divergenizing me. Well, we're fortunate and happy to have you. This is six months. The show is this show is pretty pretty uh pretty young. Quite frankly, I have mentioned it on the show before that I wish I was doing something. The show usually comes out on Sunday, and it's funny because now there's a few people in, in conservative radio that are moving towards podcasts exclusively and they're talking about shows on sunday and when i started my show a lot of people made fun of me because they said sunday who's going to listen to a political show on sunday but sunday is the way to go with this show but however you and i coordinated on this and i'm very fortunate to have you and what's good about podcasts too and if you can't hear it on sunday you can hear it anytime any second of the day. Anytime. It's made for the new world in which people like something short, quick, to the point, and get it over with, but have the ability to listen or see whenever they feel like it. Well, hey, what, um, did you hear about the Dominion executives that were supposed to be in uh, Pennsylvania to talk to the legislators yesterday? And let me take a wild guess because I went to bed at 8 o'clock after watching a, an old 80s movie called Romance in the Stone because I'm an 80s fool when it comes uh, to movies. Uh, oh, no. Well, what happened, they were supposed to meet with the legislators and you know what? Instead of talking to them and defending themselves, they wanted to lawyer up. They didn't want to talk to them. And now if you go to their website and everything, they're wiping everything clean. And looks like I think they had a brick and mortar place up in Canada or I forgot where, but they're like picking up shop. 
Well, and I thought that's interesting. Now, now the Biden and the Harris campaign are asking for their people for money for lawyers. I think they're feeling trapped. Sir, you're a very intelligent man, and I feel uncomfortable when somebody's more intelligent than me and savvy that correct you. But allow oh, me. I don't know about that. Well, allow me to allow me to correct you one moment. It is the uh, Harris and Biden ticket, not the Biden yeah, and yes, Harris. Yes, you're right. Okay. Please do. Information. I wanted to tell you, and I was like, should I tell you before the show or after you said keep it for the show? But uh, may I go on, please? Please. Awesome. Okay, brother. Well, instead of Trump calling martial law, President Trump is going through the justice system, and he's going to have the Supreme Court tell the world. See, check this out. And you can check out this on the government website. He, okay. He reassigned the Supreme Court ju judges um, effectively November 20th, which was yesterday, order pursuant to Title 28 U.S. Code Section 42. This means when Trump, you know, attorneys, you know, they have to go through certain procedures in circuit court, right? Correct. Court of Appeals? Correct. Looks like Trump skipped a whole step. And what President Trump did yesterday, and you can check it on the website, he assigned all circuit court judges as, as of yesterday to eliminate, you know, an entire step. Brett Kavanaugh is in charge of Michigan. Amy Coney Barrett is in charge of, uh, uh, I believe, Wisconsin. Justice Samuel Alito is in charge of Pennsylvania. Clarence Thomas is in charge of Georgia. And why this is good, these judges are constitution textualists, which means they go by the constitution by the word exactly. They don't interpret it, especially Amy Coney uh, Barrett. Barrett. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so, you know, they're falling apart. And just like as attorney Sidney Powell said, they won't be terminated. I mean, intimidated. And one more thing, County, I'm sure you probably heard this County commissioner, Joe Gill from Montgomery County in Pennsylvania, or yeah, or yeah, Pennsylvania refused to clarify 830,000 ballots. And the ones from the dominion and, uh, and, all these states may just follow because, you know, they're worried that uh, they're going to be some lawsuits and, you know, they're going to be hung up to dry. And, you know, Georgia's is signed and there will be litigation. And, you know, people are feeling safe now because the two people that rescinded their votes in Wayne County, Michigan, I heard they had Trump coffee with Donald Trump. Now everyone, um, uh, you know, feels safe. And one, one quick note, too. President Trump signed an executive order in 2019, and you know what that means. You know how he was joking he may be president for 12 more years, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. roll up the media? Uh-huh, uh -huh. Okay, check this out. I, I, I looked this up, and if you interpret the Constitution, you know, he may have to, you know, go through the courts, but if election is null and voided due to fraud, and fraud means everything in the Supreme Court, the sitting president um, stays president, and you know because there is no elect, you know there is no election, so there's no elected president. So he just stays president, which means that he would be technically he would be uh, be able to run again in 2024. Yeah, that is so correct. He may be president for 12 years. Wow. I'm sorry, I had to get that out. I had this bottled up in me. Thanks for letting me. No, that's think, that's you know? that's that's why we brought you along because you you are very savvy when it comes to this subjects, and um, I do a lot of sarcasm to entertain myself on the show. But it's good to have somebody <laughs> with this knowledge that can break it all down by section. The election, in my opinion, even though I, at times I have said, "Well, it is what it is," and Biden will be uh, or Harris will be the, the, the next president of the United States because I, I just see how the decks are against this man. And uh, for me, my personal opinion, a lot of Republicans were in it too. Because usually I had a friend the other day who said, uh, 
He said, well, why all the Republicans? My friend Pedro was calling me the other day. He said, why all the Republicans uh, kept their jobs if this was fixed? Wouldn't it be make sense if they would have lost their jobs and only Trump lost their job? That He said, that's because people voted uh, against Trump. I said, well, it looks to me like some of them were in it. And of course, they got to keep their job. That's the deal that they made with the deep state. Yeah. Yep. Now, have you noticed someone brought to my, uh, you know, attention that if you look at, it was either, tw I think Twitter or maybe Facebook, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Christy Tiggin, Barack Obama, um, Hillary Clinton, a few others, Oprah Winfrey, you know, all their accounts went to black and white, all their pictures. Now, is that a signal for something? Ain't that kind of weird? That is weird. Christy uh, Teigen is her name. Uh, she it's funny that uh, that she was getting harassed brutally on on uh, social media and all the thought. And she uh, she said that she was pregnant and uh, she lost the baby, and she never had a bump. She never had anything other than than trying to get sympathy. But I don't trust her or her husband. Yeah. Like I said, deep state, like you said, it's ran by the deep state. And these, I mean, even The Rock, you know, he lost a lot of fans. People thought he sold out. But I think everyone in Hollywood that feel they, uh, you know, want to stay in movies, they got to sell out. You they, know, they look got at you. John Snyder from from uh, Dukes of Hazards. Yep. Did you see his interview? I, I follow him on YouTube. Okay, yeah. You know how he, he called out The Rock and all the other these people and they said well uh you know he he works for himself has his own production company he said it seems like these guys kissed the wrong butt you know yep he, they work for the people you know not for these you know but that's that's the way that 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 hollywood is and if you notice how they got rid of all the uh they said that they got old but they really got rid of him because even sylvester stallone 20 years ago he was still looking very young but they ran all yeah. them guys out of Hollywood. And even in a few interviews, Sylvester Stallone has said how hard it's been for him to make some of the movies that he wants to make. I've gotten arguments with people who said that The Last Rambo was a racist movie. I don't know if you've seen it. That's what, that's what people... No, even Even personal friends of mine, it has to do with trafficking and uh, a niece that he had or a girl that he basically raised and... Uh, she went to Mexico to try to find her real parents and she ended up uh, getting cut up and forced into prostitution. He went and rescued him. The cartel came after him in America. Here's the shocker that Americans cannot understand. They think that this children abuse and this girls being forced into prostitutes, they believe that this is going on in other countries. They do not have a clue, most Americans, that it's taking place in their backyard. Right here in the good exactly. old, in the good old U.S. of A., there's children being trafficked like, like a strip mall going up and down. That is the reality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I you know I do I have my own podcast called Lyrical Spit, and I had uh, Candice uh, Parrot on, and um, she's one of the head organ organizers. Uh, She's on the board of the National Sex Trafficking, right? Yeah. And um, I had her on because I'm a big advocate. That's why I always put up these Epstein memes to keep awareness with the sex trafficking. And uh, my sister-in-law was telling me where she lives across the Narrows Bridge, you know. <clears throat> you know, there's a couple um, massage parlors that got busted. <clears throat> and it's uh, pretty much known that there's sex, you know, coming in and out of there yeah and i was talking to candace and she said well that's what happens you know they promise these like asian girls work and they come here and they get trapped in prostitution and there's one lady they're trying to get that's traveling back and forth you know different places in um united states and you know what she told me the number one day for sex trafficking is what super bowl sunday the number one day. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, she told me Super Bowl Sunday is the the busiest day for the sex trafficking, and I, I was shocked. That is that is that is incredible. 
but there, there is, is, is done rampantly in this country. And people think that it's just a small, a small fraction that takes place around the border. And that's another thing. You know, I told someone yesterday, um, I was telling a friend of mine yesterday, this is a guy who came to this country when he was 18. His English is better than mine. I'm, I'm sorry, but I favor the Spanish language. It's, it's, I've been like that my whole life. I speak Spanish even to myself, even when I'm speaking alone. Uh, and he, he had no idea that the photos from the kids in cages were from 2014. I said, I would like not to go any further into details, would you? I would like for you to look it up. He called me back like 20 minutes later, and he was infuriated like I was at Trump when I first saw him. But a lot of people have no idea that the photos from the kids in cages were from 2014. Also, Trump, when he inherited all that mess, he called the furniture company. I forgot the name. As, uh, I forgot the name. But he called the, the furniture company to provide them with special beds and uh, a lot of comfort for them. And the people that work at the company were under a lot of... Uh, they wanted to walk out and boycott the company. And everybody was upset about it. But this man inherited a mess. He was spied on on his campaign. They've had... Have you ever seen a media do a 24-7 destruction of an American president like they have done with this man. And if you don't think for yourself, you're going to believe whatever they tell you. Because the real racist well, is it, supposed to be headed to the White House January the 20th. Right, right. Well, you know, it is funny. He had the most minority votes since 1960. He had over, you know, the most, you know, uh, votes than any sitting president. But then, you know, Joe Biden got more than him and he got more votes than Barack Obama. Come on. Yeah, Barack Obama had had a, 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 people were just going like it looked like a zombie movie. They were going on top of each other trying to vote for that man. And you're going to tell me that they got more than Sleepy Joe, who's been in politics 51, yeah. 51 years singing the same song, living up the fat of the land. The only person that's going to have a good job in a Biden presidency is his son. And of course, he's going to kick back to pops. And then you're going to have more of the same men being allowed to go to the women's bathroom, some kind of stupid stuff like that. Something that does not put money in our pockets because we do not eat out of revolutions or any of that stupid stuff that they promote. Yeah. You know, another thing about Hunter Biden's laptop, I had a friend of mine. She had sent me a link and it went to this uh, Chinese. I think it's an equivalent equivalent to a YouTube, Asian YouTube, whatever. And they had clips of uh that what was on uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. And what they did, they offered him, you know, drugs and women. He even, they had a guy talk about it and was interpreted and saying that, you know, he was saying what he wanted to do to these little Asian girls, you know. I mean, he was talking gruesome, rough, pedophile sex, you know, just yeah. gross. And um, so, you know, he knew that he was being taped. He didn't care unless he got money and they gave him well, so they showed a video, two videos, and they, you could see the act, but they kind of digitized it, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit. So, but they had a young girl, and I heard it was his 14 year old niece, but she was jacking him with her feet on tape while he's smoking crack in bed. It was him, and you could see his face plain and simple. And they say there's no evidence, and you know, the media disgusts me. I'll make a mistake and watch, you know, Fox or CNN or mm -hmm. National News, and I'll watch Newsmax, and at least they're getting the story out, talking about the laptop, but then they go and the mass media say there's no proof, and it just boils my blood. And if it was Trump, they would crucify Oh, he would be a big... I mean, it's just it's just like... like I've, I've talked about it before uh, Trump's uh, junior's uh, book came out. It's leftist privilege. They have leftist privilege. They get a pass. Look no further than the, the, the one half of what I call the comedic duo of New York, the Cuomo uh, brothers, the one that is a governor. He's getting an Emmy for going on television and playing the role of a governor. The went and told you about uh, Spaghetti. He told you about spaghetti. They oh. did the uh, no swap with the giant swap and his brother interviewing and his brother asking him, when are you going to go out on a date while people were dying? But they get a pass. They get a yeah. pass. 
That is insane. Well, Trump did a press conference and he was telling American people the upcoming week, I remember in April when he said, next week is going to be one of the darkest weeks in the history of America. But the news didn't cover that. They didn't go and say, hey, the president warned us how bad this was going to be. And a lot of things that took place during election day, even Fox News was handing over the, uh, the White House to Biden by five o'clock that day. Yes. Yeah, and they got into All a... Right. They got into a world of trouble for that. The numbers have gone down dramatically. And one week later, they were telling you about integrity and how they are. They believe in the electoral process and the American people. They're always become patriots after something real bad happens to them with the numbers. Well, you know, what was that? What's that fake Indian name? Uh, uh, the Tulsi? No, uh, what's her name? Tulsi. That, that she was Indian and... Kamala Harris? She said she was in... No, no. Oh, Pocahontas. I always known her as Pocahontas. Elizabeth yeah. Warren. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren and someone else, I think in some kind of election or whatever, a couple years ago, no, it was, I think, 2018, they had wrote a letter, I believe, to Congress saying themselves that they didn't, they didn't like something... I, Don't quote me word for word, I'm paraphrasing that the Dominion, you know, machine was trouble and they didn't, you know, they were afraid of uh, boat swapping or flipping or something mm -hmm. to that effect. Yeah. You know, they even mentioned it back then, but, oh, of course, none of the Democrats are no one, you know, bringing that up. Pocahontas, that's the thing about, that's the thing about them. They always, they don't want to meet you. And I used to, uh, I don't want to say the name of the place, even though it doesn't exist, but you can take my word for it. My listeners right. can take my word for it. What I'm going to tell you, I used to work in a place where all the Democrats used to go in near the uh, the state house, uh, the capital of a state that I used to live in. Some people are going to know that know me personally. And I used to work at a bistro at night. Allow me to tell you that those Democrats and I, I tell you this on the, on the one thing that I love the most in this world. Because I'm a loner. My, my cat, my little baby cat in here that I raised. I'll tell you, my, on my life. And, and I'm a religious person, so I shouldn't be talking like that. But I'm going to tell you God's honest truth. Those Democrats are the most bigoted people that you have ever seen in your life. Yeah. I've seen them with my own eyes and hear them with my own ears. The thing that I've seen them, I've seen them make fun about how one coworker. In the capital, talks the black person talks and then turn around and go have a drink with the person. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I saw one in, in South Carolina. He had a, a pebble in his shoe. He was drunk. He had DUIs. He had a bunch of problems. And this man was so bigoted. He's a private citizen now, but back then, and I've seen him make fun of another attorney uh, senator that used to hang around with him all the time. And then turn around when the men show up and go have a, a, a glass of wine with them. It's insane. They are racist. Yeah. They always judge you yeah. based on your name. They want to know your race. They want to know never on who you are as a person. That's, that's what a Democrat bases uh, himself. While Republicans, we base everything based on your actions. What you do or not do. What have you done? But not them. They got left at privilege so they can act like the, the, the old clans member that they were at one point and they took their hoots off and now they're blending among us like Robert Byrd did when Joe Biden was praising him and another senator that was a full-blown segregationist from Mississippi. He was from Mississippi or Louisiana, I forget the name, and he was the idol of Joe Biden. Joe Biden said that was the greatest man that he had ever come across. And the man was a full-blown segregationist that polished Joe Biden when Joe Biden first got to the Senate. They are bigots. Look no further than the uh, districts that they represent. Have you ever seen some of the districts that Nancy Pelosi, Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Jerry Nader, all of the districts that they represent are in shambles? Well, Senate. look at San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they actually have apps where they're having a problem with homeless people crapping on the sidewalk. So they actually have phone apps, uh, I don't know, warn people or something, I don't know, something about it. I mean, it's 
just crazy. I mean, look at their, like you said, look at their district and look what's going to happen with the United States. I mean, look, look at Seattle down here. They're looting and rioting. You know what they did in Seattle? <laughs> um, Could only imagine. They, they, they decriminalized. I might not use them the right word, but they're pretty much saying what what they they want to do. I don't know if they passed it or not, but um, well, I think they did. Well, anyways, so like, if uh, you go rob a house or steal a car and it's your first time, mm-hmm. they don't want to charge you with it and they want to put you through rehab or something. something yep. Some well, crap like that. Joe Biden wants a shrink to go in and talk down a person that's wielding a knife or a gun so the police doesn't have to handle the situation on their own. Yeah, well... You want a, a more... And another thing... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, well, I was going to say, and, and in Seattle, too, uh, Portland, they decriminalize all drugs. Seattle, they have camps where heroin addicts go in and they give them needles to shoot up. And if... Yeah, and uh, and now the King County Sheriff, they're not going to elect King County Sheriff anymore. It's going to be impo- appointed by their count- the council, city council. Wow. But you know why the left loves the drug so much? Because a citizen under the influence of narcotics is somebody that they can own. They own your mind. They can manipulate you yeah. easier. That's all it is. That's why they want to remove the manhood out of man. It's not that they want to convert you to becoming a homosexual, and I have nothing against homosexuals. That's their business, what they do. But the whole reason to remove the manhood if they want to make you submissive so they can own you, so they can do with you as they please. Look at the way men dress today. A lot of men dress that it's hard oh to tell. Gosh. And that's all if part of the process. Like that, when I was, if I got dressed like that, if I was a kid, my dad would probably take two by four up across my head. Yeah, if we dressed like that when I was a young man, I'm 46 now. If I would dress like that, we would have to go and explain to men, gay men all night when we went yeah. out to listen to bands play that we were not gay. I never dressed like that. I did have long hair and facial hair and right. some kind of jean jacket and a beat up pair of jeans and probably a Metallica shirt or something like that. Like you could tell a mile away that unless I went and told you, hey, I'm gay, which I'm not then that would be the only reason that a man would hit on me. But you see this boys, that the way they dress today, and it's impossible for them to go out and not have. I was at a club well, one night, and they... I was uh, at a club one night, and uh, this guy, and I just laugh, and I didn't say nothing to him, but we were at a club one night, I remember, and uh, the guy was telling us, he said, I don't know why, but I'm, I, he said, I'm not homophobic, but I'm getting tired of some of this man hitting on me. Is this club always like this? And I said, well, it's my first time here, but I didn't want to go into details with him and offend him. But I saw the way that guy was dressed and I was like, dude, you're almost dressed like a woman. It would be impossible for people that have that kind of sex orientation to look at you and not think that you're one of their own. Right, right. Wow. Uh, well, another thing, too, you know, going back to the sex trafficking you know, you see these laws passed in California. Um, even our governor, uh, which I don't like, he passed he passed the law, or well, the voters voted, and I I, I still think there's some shady stuff there because I believe they use Dominion machines here too. I'm not for sure, but I'm pretty sure every single parent I know voted against it. It was I think referendum twenty or ninety. I can't remember. You know, we had, you know, when I was in school, we had sex education, say, like, sixth grade. You know, they separated the boys and girls, you know, and all that. And you had a choice to leave, you know, if you didn't want to stay. They passed a law where um, they could teach sex education in kindergarten. They could um, teach about, you know, uh, self-pleasuring, talk about you could, you know, pick your gender. and And, you know, kids don't need to know this right now that age why force it what what you know why force it and people are livid and to me i think with all this sex trafficking i i i've said it before a vote for biden and harris is a vote for uh paraphernalia and sex trafficking correct um, yeah because to me they're going to desensitize everyone you know with all these um you know just like when Netflix aired Cuties and this is sensitized. And I think all these laws, 
So when these, if these guys ever get busted, they won't, you know, the hammer won't be, you know, put down on them. Yeah, they, our governor here. Go ahead. I'm they want. They want to. I've been saying it for months now, maybe years. They've been. Uh, uh-huh. They've been the the pedophiles in this country. They no longer want to go to Lolita Islands and other places to hide. And, and, no. and they want to. They want. They no longer want to hide in plain sight. They want this to be accepted. Nope. They and, want. And I really think they're lowering these laws. But if they, the hammer does come down on them, they won't get swift laws. Like I think they could be like. I forgot the age difference, but it's astronomical what it was in California. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she yeah. was the one going out trying to lower the age for that and all. And all. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court judge, may she oh, rest okay. in peace. I'm, the one, I'm not here trying to talk bad about the dead, but however, she left a right. lasting legacy on that kind of situation, whatever people accept it or not. I personally, you could never sell me the idea of a grown ass man sleeping with a kid. But some people right. would like to introduce it to you and to me and to everybody as something acceptable. And human beings still think that no, 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 not this political party and not this. Hey, however, it's usually the people on the left that are trying to introduce this. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I can't believe with like, don't even get me started on Hillary Clinton. I'm sure you heard about the snuff tape on Anthony Weiner's uh, laptop. Well, yeah, that was a um, repeated offender. Yeah, and, and but you heard about uh, Hillary's video on there, right? No, no, I, I, maybe I did, but I just, I expected it, so it wasn't shocking oh. to me. Yeah, well, apparently, and you can look this up, and, and um, you know, uh, I'm losing track here. Oh, yeah, so when they, they found Anthony Weiner's laptop, you know, supposedly, you know, he sent dick pics to underage girl, right? Yep. Apparently, they found uh, child paraphernalia on his laptop, which the media didn't talk about. No. And I believe that because it's in the Freedom of Information Act. I think you can look that up. But the police chief went out and said they found videos that were so horrific they brought tears to their eyes. And we already know that there's some kind of satanic stuff going on there with the sex trafficking Oh yeah, Hillary Hillary Clinton and someone else I forgot who it was was on there with a snuff film torturing a little girl. Actually, you know, I know I know I sound crazy, and but this is what I heard. She they it was a snuff film where they were doing stuff to a little girl, and I, I believe they were like ripping the skin off her face or whatnot. It was on there, and every single person that was on that detail for that laptop on that case either died mysteriously or committed suicide and the police chief was about to retire a few months later supposedly and they said you know he was a happy guy you know supposedly he committed suicide in a club on a dance floor by shooting himself in the head to me that's kind of fishy well have you- everyone that was involved is dead have you seen the list of celebrities and uh just powerful business yes. people that have uh, been trying to expose all these pedophiles and they have all died of uh, suspicious uh, ways. Yeah, you're talking about uh, like Anthony Bourdain? Uh-huh, him and a lot of uh, others. I, they had names that yeah. I forgot, but I don't know. Like they had a Clinton a guy that died in July who I always saw and I forgot who he was. I forgot the name, but he was with a... I think I saw him with uh, Elizabeth Hurley back in the day. He dated her, and he uh-huh. and he was always at the Lakers game at courtside, and he seemed pretty happy. But all of a sudden, in July, he threw himself from the balcony of his uh, of his uh, of his apartment or his condo downtown Los Angeles. And Clinton said, I'm, "I lost a great friend. May he finally rest in peace and find peace." And blah 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 blah. I said, well, he better find, uh, he found something. I mean, he certainly didn't find some good friends because yeah. a lot of those Clinton friends, they they seem to all die in mysterious ways. A lot of the people, huh? Okay, you know, I got a question for you. You know, you know, I've known of, you know, personally a couple people, maybe one person that commit, one person committed suicide in my lifetime, right? Uh-huh. I, I'm, I don't know if you have or not. I have. But, okay, now... The Clintons, how many people they know that committed suicide? I'm counting up to 78. 
78 now. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is that a coincidence? Uh, I don't know, but they, they're either the spreaders of, uh, of excessive, uh, excessive depression or, or that's a big coincidence. Yeah. Well, you heard about Ashton Kutcher. He left. He left Hollywood to fight for human sex trafficking. He's working with legislator. He even developed a software to help fight human sex trafficking. That is and correct. No one's talking about it. No, no, you no. You can find him on YouTube talking about it. Yeah, I've heard him. That's that's like he fell from the from the face of the earth. Yeah, he said. Now, I know. Uh, I won't say your name, but. I know a, a, a good friend of mine. She used to be a backup singer for a well-known. I could tell you off air. I just don't want to. Sure, you know, sure, sure. Uh, uh, she was in Hollywood. I mean, she she you know toured with this legend, and she had a show at the Playboy Bunny Ranch, right? Uh huh. And she is an awesome singer, and um, she told me like Harvey Weinstein. Remember him? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Movie producer. Sure. Yes. She said the only. She said she got a lot of props from the industry because she never slept her way to the top or nothing. She said she was at the Playboy Mansion, and she swore to me she thought that uh, Harvey Weinstein and someone else. I, I, you know, I don't want to. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. She mm. could have sworn that they were trying to. Uh, they were, you know. <clears throat> chubby chummy chummy with her and uh she she swore that they were trying to mickey her drink she said that's the reason she never moved to hollywood she said and like a few other people said hollywood was so seedy they didn't want no part of it well you know? he must and, have he, he must yeah. have really been a uh you know we know that he's a bad apple based on all the things that came out but this guy must really really be rotten when all the money that he has donated over the years to those uh, uh, progressive, so-called progressives, and he still went down. You know, he could have called a lot of favors and then nobody could help him. I think he was a scapegoat. You know, I don't want to get into many, like, you know, conspiracies or nothing like I that. I do. Let's talk. Okay, well, look at Le LeBron James and a lot of these. We may even throw The Rock in there because he's... You know, but here's you know, the thing that I was going to bring up when you brought up The Rock the first time uh, when he first came out recently and uh, and and uh, he said that he was for Biden and the other lady. Um, uh, it really didn't surprise me because The Rock went to the Democratic convention, the uh, their their convention when Obama was running. So it's really not surprising to me. I already knew he was a Democrat. I don't know oh, why. I this... didn't know that. Yeah, he went to the uh, Obama uh, that. Uh, that uh, the, the convention the Democrats did, uh, I don't know if it was the first one Obama, that Obama run or the second one. I got to say something about Barack Obama. I lost a lot of respect for the guy. At one point, I thought he was a decent human being. I've lost a lot of respect for that man based on all the things that I have seen that he's been a part of and he didn't do nothing to stop it. But uh, at least his uh, convention was a little bit different than the Biden and, and Harris uh, Democratic Convention this year. That was the biggest propaganda of I hate America that I have ever seen in my life. It was embarrassing, and I wouldn't vote for them people at gunpoint, and I was embarrassed that that took place inside the United States of America. Well, yeah, no, I hear you. Hey, brother, you know, I know I'm jumping all around here, but, you know, how the mass media not saying there's not any proof or anything, I got this clip, like a three-minute clip from attorney Sidney Powell. You want to, should I play it? We can listen to it and talk about it real quick. Please and thank you. Proceed. All right. All right. Here we go, brother. About three minutes long. And this, this was on Newsmax and, of course, none of the other news people uh, played it or aired it. And if they did... I think they did. They must have, but, uh, you know, Rudy Giuliani was on there, and, of course, the media just uh, made fun of them. But yeah, they're not going to Anyways, play. let me just play it. Please. All right, here we go. The massive influence of communist money through Venezuela, Cuba, and likely China in the interference 
with our elections here in the United States. The Dominion voting system, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out and he did not want it to come out. We have one very strong witness who has explained how it all works. His affidavit is attached to the pleadings of Lynn Wood in the lawsuit he filed in Georgia. <clears throat> it is a stunning, detailed affidavit because he was with Hugo Chavez while he was being briefed on how it worked. He was with Hugo Chavez when he saw it operate to make sure the election came out his way. That was the express purpose for creating the software. He had seen it operate, and as soon as he saw the multiple states shut down the voting on the night of the election, he knew the same thing was happening here, that that was what had gone on. Now, the software itself was created with so many variables and so many backdoors that can be hooked up to the Internet or a thumb drive stuck in it or whatever. But one of its most characteristic features is, is its ability to flip both. It can set and run an algorithm that probably ran all over the country to take a certain percentage of votes from President Trump and flip them to President Biden, which we might never have uncovered had the votes for President Trump not been so overwhelming in so many of these states that it broke the algorithm that had been plugged into the system. And that's what caused them to have to shut down in the states they shut down in. That's when they came in the back door with all the mail-in mail -in ballots, many of which they had actually fabricated. Some were on pristine paper with identically matching uh, perfect circle dots for Mr. Biden. Others were shoved in in batches. They're always put in in a certain number of batches, and people would rerun the same batch. This corresponds to our statistical evidence that shows incredible spikes in the vote count at particular times, and that corresponds to eyewitness testimony of numerous people who have come forward and said that they saw the ballots come in the back door at that time. Notably, the Dominion executives are nowhere to be found now. They are moving their offices overnight to different places. Their office in Toronto was shared with one of the Soros entities, one of the uh, leaders of the Dominion Project in overall is Lord Mallet Brown, Mr. Soros' number two person in the UK and part of his organization. There are ties of the Dominion leadership to the Clinton Foundation and to other known politicians in this country. There you go. Wow. Yep, I did. I had real seen quick. that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you did. Oh, real quick. I brought up The Rock. I do like his movies, but uh, I'm just saying there's a lot of elite people up there. I'm not saying he did, but I believe like LeBron James, a lot of these guys sell their soul technically to the devil, the Democrats or the deep state. And if they don't do when it, they're supposed to do when it's their time, things happen to them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron James, you know what? I had him in the Mount Rushmore of... Uh of athletes because he's always conducted himself a certain way. You've never seen him in any kind of trouble. He's always been married to the same lady, a family man. But the whole ordeal of going on television and making it sound, when you're a millionaire, making it sound like the blacks are being hunted by this group of whites in the United States of America and how frightened he is, it sends the wrong message. Because imagine if you're a 15-year-old or a 14-year-old black kid out there and you're listening to your idol tell you this. And, you know, these kids, when they're making the transition to adulthood, they have a lot on their plate. And something like that, yep. that child absorbing all of this, you're basically hurting him. You're not, you're not helping him to, to, uh, to rise up and get a better education and get a better way of life. You're basically his idol, and you're telling this, this upcoming kids 
that they're being hunted down. You know, maybe he needs to send his message a little bit differently. Because not every well, not every black black kid in America is running around with a fake twenty dollar bill and high on fentanyl. Right. Yep. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's a man. That's another episode, man. I about that. I did some research on that. But just like when LeBron James said someone wrote some racial stuff on his property, I heard it was him. Probably. And, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised because the they they do it a lot, even including the uh, the uh, they has been those Hollywood Jews that have gotten caught over the years, that have done that to their own properties with a swastika, and then they have been embarrassed when people find out that are de that are them. And let me tell you something: there is some racist people in this country besides the Democrats. They could be uh, racist Republicans out there. They could be racist everyday single yeah. people out there. But for the most part, the country itself. It's not as dangerously racist as people want to tell you that it is. This is just something that they're telling you out there because they need a way. Once again, this country is being attacked by communists. And the way that they do it, a lot of the times, is by race. I mean, a lot of people in this country, they find you have young kids that find that communism is romantic and whatnot. Go tell the blacks that took Fidel Castro's word if you could go back in time and when he told them, I'm going to get you equal rights, how they died of hunger and their ancestors are sitting in a bay right now in Cuba looking at the ocean, wondering when is their time to die because they also live miserable lives. So a lot of these people, that's how they, they captivate the mind of everyone. It's just by dividing you by race, religion, etc., etc. And a lot of times they use, they're, now they're using the media, Hollywood propaganda, and coming back to The Rock, I personally don't like a lot of the movies. I talk with people about movies all the time. And some of his movies, the ones that are financed by China, they have a different touch to them that I cannot, like The Meg, a movie with the giant shark. The book is very good. But if I look at that movie, that movie made, it made me want to, I don't know, I didn't like it. And uh, the other one that The Rock did with the giant building, I couldn't watch that. I never saw it. I never saw it. And another thing, too, I think Hollywood uses movies, like you said, as propaganda to change people's minds. Yes. Uh, um, you know, real quick, I found five facts I thought that was interesting, uh, and the listeners can look them up about the Dominion technology, if you want to hear them real quick. Please. Okay. Five facts, and like I said, you can look these up. These are facts. Dominion's technology serves 40% of America votes. The company gave money to the Clinton Foundation and used some parts from China. Number two, the state of Texas, which we know, rejected the company's machines and problems arose with the contracted company in the Philippines that has ties to George Soros. Number three, in Georgia, the vendor uploaded the vendor upload delaying voting, which we saw that, and that's when, you know, uh, fraud occurred. Number four, the company insists no software error was found in Michigan when votes flipped from Biden to Trump. And number five, Dominion voting system denied rumors that Sharpies invalid invalidated people's votes in Arizona, but... There were problems with Sharpies in Pennsylvania in 2019. I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. They, when I went to vote, I voted on uh, October 15. Early voter. I waited in line three and a half hours. They tried to give me a special pen and they tried to give me gloves because of COVID. What? I, yeah. I said, no, I'm all right. I don't need your special gloves and I reject your pen. I'm going to vote with my finger. Thank you. Said the election commission. And I, and I even, when I was headed with my ballot in my hand, to go and place it on the computer after I, I casted my ballot, I took a photo of it. Very clearly, does it says uh, Trump? It says uh, Forrest here in uh, in North Carolina for governor. And my whole ticket was all Republican, and I took a photo of it. Oh because, yeah, because I didn't trust them. You know. Oh yeah, I had the same here, and you know it's funny. It's, you know, I was always considering my independent. You know, and. I'll tell you right, and I voted for Trump the first term. No, but, I did. You didn't. know, I'll tell you right mm -hmm. now, with all this, all this mess, it turned me Republican. 
No, I'm re I'm I am a registered independent, but that's because a wise man once told me something that I'll never forget. A wise man from over there, from your area, from Oregon. I'm not going to mention his name, but he told uh -huh. me that he's an independent, but he leans Republican because the worst Republican is still better than the best Democrat. And I'll be damned if he's not telling me the truth. Oh yeah, oh I hear you. I hear you. It has been a uh, uh, an incredible year with all the problems that we've had and a fixed a rig election, whatever they like to accept it or not, which in their case, they cannot accept it because it's not convenient for them. But going back to the movies, what I wanted to tell you, a lot of these movies, a lot of people oh, yeah. do, do not know why some people notice it. And a lot of these movies that they make in America that are being mostly produced with Chinese money, the Chinese have to review the movie before it can be basically show everywhere because they censor a lot of parts like the movie Doctor Strange it was supposed to have a Tibet a, a monk from Tibet as one of the main uh -huh. characters it had to be taken away because China did not allow that to take place movies that showcase Americans as heroes or a lot of patriotism they are not allowed not because it may influence us in the United States of America but because the Chinese never want to give their people that kind of an image of somebody rebellious that has an independent thought. And that is some wow. of the things that are taking place with the movie industry in this country. That's why they suck. And that's why I spend most of my time watching old 80s movies or old Westerns from the 60s. Or I watch a lot of horror yeah, movies that are not. Yeah. I watch horror yeah, movies that are not influenced crazy. by... Uh, by the Chinese government, which I and wish. How much time do we got on this? How much time do we got, brother? We got five minutes before we have to wrap do you it mind up. If I, do you mind if I vent real quick? No, please. Okay, I'll, I'll try to keep this quick. Okay, you know, due to my injury, ankle injury, I really start following politics closely and stuff. And I just want to say what happened to America what happened to our freedom? You know, it's disgusting. Us American citizens can't go out and show our patriotism without getting attacked and being afraid, you know, from our jobs. I mean, I have people inboxing me on Facebook if I could post stuff for them because they're afraid of their jobs. Myself, friends, and many people like us have been crucified online like for Jesus Christ or something. And no, I'm not comparing myself or any of us to Jesus, but either way, um, people are just either misinformed by the media, like Google, Twitter, Facebook, and just brainwash. Stop being lazy sheep. You know, watch something like Newsbacks and, or, or look up the news, you know, yourself. The Democrats and the media cry, you know, for President Trump when President Trump was elected and spent millions of dollars on fake Russia and Ukraine hosts the last four years. And now they're crying because President Trump he has every right to look up this election fraud. And they're crying because they have to wait a few more weeks, you know. You know, if I was Biden, I would welcome all this investigation, you know. And you have, what, what do you have to hide, you know? Let everyone show us, you know. It's up and up. And if we let the Democrats steal this election, no matter what, I mean, there'll be no more Epstein, no more Jesseline Maxwell, her case, and everything else, like Hunter Biden's laptop, will be swept under the rug, you know, because this election is won by fraud. And this isn't just the Trump thing. You know, we just want a fair election. This is for our democracy. Sorry, I had to get that out of my chest because... And we're, you know, it, it just proves that all the Trump protesters are peaceful and all these left Marxists like BLM and Tifa, which are funded by the Democrats and Soros, they're the ones that's causing all the violence. Okay, sorry. Send well, me. yeah, look and no further than... I'm Parler. Follow me on Parler on Lyrical Debashi. Sorry, and also your podcast. Plug, plug in your podcast because remember, I'm not, I'm not like the others, man. I don't have an ego. I'll bring you in here and you can promote your... Uh, your podcast too. There's room for everybody. Oh, okay. Oh, thanks, brother. Go to, just go to lyricalspit.com um, for all the links 
and we're like on over, you know, on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iHeart, all those. You go to all the links in one spot at lyricspit.com. And, you know, I play independent, you know, unsigned music artists, and I have interviews, and I kind of do a variety show, sort of like the late great Casey Kasem. And definitely we're going to need you on our show. I, I love this. I love talking about this. And follow me on uh, Parlor Lyrical Debashi. They have freedom of speech. And to all my friends and foes, fans, and everyone out there, love you. Evil will go down. And uh, the good will prevail. And hate don't beat hate, but love has a chance. That's and right. Epstein didn't kill himself. The, <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. That's that. I'm surprised Giselle Maxwell is still standing. I think they had her in that cabin, and she was just there playing possum. They wanted to know who came out, who would come after her. Because you know, that's another thing. Trump has done the most in pres, you know, presidential history to human sex trafficking. Yes. Um, you know, her, his daughter. They they gave like millions of dollars. You know, for human sex trafficking, the media doesn't talk about it. And like I said, I think that all this will be swept under the ground. You know, how do we know Epstein's really dead? Has there been a funeral? No, they, there was no funeral because he was basically perceived a criminal and they just, they, well, the, I mean, supposedly one of the cardinals that went to check him said it's impossible that this man kill himself. So uh, I don't know if he's alive and he took off to Israel where they took him in and he's living over there the rest of his life without being able to move or do anything. Or I don't know if they went in there and killed him. It was under a lot of suspicious stuff. The camera wasn't working. The, the two guys took a nap while they were watching him. He had a lot of powerful people, very powerful people involved with this Epstein ordeal. I mean, look no further than, than, than Clinton traveling to that island 26 times, I think it was. Yeah. And this woman, Giselle Maxwell, was just basically hiding in plain sight over there in the uh, up, upstate New York, I think it was, that she was hiding. Or New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, what's sad, you know, I, I don't think we'll ever really know, just like the K, John F. Kennedy assassination. I really don't think we'll ever know the real answer. I don't know, but I know that they said, they said it was the mafia, but they killed Bobby. They killed uh, Kennedy. And then they killed Martin Luther King all in, in like in a, in a short period of time, one after the other. And, you know, yeah. Martin Luther oh, King, me... he was a hero of mine because mm -hmm. he, he promoted a lot of uh, he was a man who promoted a lot of great values to the blacks. The left do not like blacks that think for themselves and that don't conduct themselves in a way that is perceived as criminal. They like uh, they like a black like they like they like a Jew. And by the way, I do have some Jew in me before anybody calls and says that I am a racist or anything like that, which they're going to say it anyway. <laughs> um, but I don't really care. But they like the funny Jew. Like if I was here to making jokes about, about how acceptable it is, pedophilia and all that, they would that, my podcast would be seen everywhere. In the same way, if a black wants to hang around with her, their pants saggy, talking about how women are animal and talking about killing and murdering, that's a celebrity in this country. Martin Luther King, unfortunately, with time, they're going to talk less and less about him unless they need to do some kind of fundraiser once a year and pick up some money. But his values are swept under the rock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what are we going to do, brother? What are we going to do? I guess what we got to do is sit back and pray and spread the word. And spread the truth. Spread the word, folks. Um, You want to send us home? Because... Uh, the only thing that I can ask at this point from you is that you can please come and, and be a, a guest on the show again. So if you want to send us home so we can wrap this up. I just want to say thank you. It was my pleasure. Like I said before, uh, hate don't beat hate and love has a... I'm sorry, I screwed my own tagline <laughs> up. Hate don't beat hate, but love has a chance and Epstein didn't kill himself and it was my pleasure... To be on your show, go to lyricalspit.com for all my links. And and I hope everyone, I, I hope all my listeners, too, follows my brother here. Because he has a great show, and it's my pleasure for me to come back on. And we'll talk some more truth and justice. Folks, there you have it. I am Pinto Garra. 
Signing off from the Vaccine for Liberals. And remember, one thing that my uh, guests forgot to say today, please don't be a Pelosi and be nice to everyone. Help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at ButcherSpit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's ButcherSpit.com.